book six chapter two of the heavenly twins this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the heavenly twins by sarah g chapter two first impressions are very precious for many reasons they have a charm of their own to begin with and it is interesting to recall them and salutary also if not sedative collect a few and you will soon see clearly the particular kind of ass you are by the mistakes you have made in consequence of having confided in them when i first met evadne i was still young enough in the opprobrious sense of the word to suppose that i should find her mentally when i met her again just where she was when she left me after our little chat at the dinner-table and i went to pay my duty call upon her under that most erroneous impression i intended to resume our interrupted conversation and never doubted that i should find her willing to gratify my interest in her peculiar views it was a mistake however which anybody whose delight in his own pursuits is continuous might make and one into which the cleverest man is prone to fall when the object is a woman i called on evadne the day after the dinner she was alone and rising from a seat beside a small work-table as i entered advanced a step and held out a nerveless hand to me she was not looking well her skin was white and opaque her eyes dull her lips pale and her apparent age ten more years than i had given her on the previous evening she was a lamplight beauty i supposed but her dress satisfied it was a long indoor gown which indicated without indelicacy the natural lines of her slender figure and she was innocent of the shocking vulgarity of the small waist a common enough deformity at that time although now it is said affected by third-rate actresses and women of indifferent character only the waist is an infallible index to the moral worth of a woman very little of the latter survives the pressure of a tightened corset will you sit there evadne said indicating an easy chair and subsiding into her own again as she spoke colonel Cahoon is not at home she added but i hope he will return in time to see you he will be sorry if he does not it was quite the proper thing to say and her manner was all that it ought to have been yet somehow the effect was not encouraging had i been inclined to presume i should have felt myself put in my place but being void of reproach my mind was free to take notes and i decided off-hand that evadne was a society woman of unexceptional form but ordinary and my nascent interest was nowhere my visit lasted about a quarter of an hour during which time she gave me back commonplace for commonplace punctually doing damage to her gown with a pin she held in her left hand the while and only raising her eyes to mine for an instant at a time nothing could have been easier colder thinner more uninspiring than the fluent periods with which she favoured me and nothing more stultifying to my own brain if it had not been for that pin my wits must have wondered as it was however she inadvertently forced me to concentrate my attention upon the pin with fears for her femoral artery 
by apparently sticking it into herself in a reckless way whenever there was a pause and each emphatic little dig startled my imagination into lively activity and kept me awake but altogether the visit was disappointing and i left her under the impression that the glimpse of mind i had had the night before was delusive a mere transient flash of intelligence caused by some swift current of emotion due to external influences of which i was unaware love or an effervescent wine will kindle some such spark in the dullest but there was nothing in evadne's manner indicative of the former influence and as to the latter the only use she ever made of a wine-glass was to put her gloves in it as i gathered up the reins to drive my dog-cart home that afternoon i was conscious of an impression on my mind as of a yawn but i was relieved to have the visit over and done with as i at first believed it to be but it was not done with for during the drive a thought occurred to me with chastening rather than cheering effect a thought which proves that my opinion of evadne's capacity had begun to be mixed even at that early period of our acquaintance i acknowledged to myself that one of us had been flat that day and had infected the other but which was the original flat one some minds are like caves of stalacite and staglomite rich in treasures of beauty the existence of which you may never suspect because you bring no light yourself to dispel the darkness that conceals them end of book six chapter two